Ross. And I'm AJ Fenny. And this is Hippie Not Hippie. Everybody, welcome to episode 38 of Hippie Not Hippie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today joining us in the studio, we have uh, comedian, producer, actor, psychedelic explorer, Ooh, wow. Steve Gillespie. Everybody. All those things are true, too. I didn't even know those things about myself until you said it, but they are but- true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah really uh, setting my identity up for right. me. I like it. <clears throat> yeah. Good to uh, be here, boys. I'm yeah. excited. Thanks for getting up early and yeah. coming in. Yeah, I was very surprised that you guys are like 10 a.m. Like, okay. Are you not Are you not an early riser? <laughs> you know, I, I wasn't for the longest time. I was like a guy that would sleep till at least noon, you know, one of those guys. And then, uh, yeah, I would say in the last few years... It was weird with the pandemic. I really, that's when I, I don't know. I don't know if it was like stress or what, but it was like that started waking up at like 7 a.m., 7.30, yeah. and then just being like, okay. Got were the you whole, staying up real late too, or were you? You know, maybe that's what was happening with the pandemic because I was probably going to bed earlier because, I mean, what, you know, wasn't a whole lot going on. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, 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 gonna, I'm, I'm rising earlier these days. Yeah, kind of sucks. Once you get up, do you start? Do you start grinding? Are you a grind in the morning guy? You know, I like. Yeah, I, I, it's been better lately of just getting up and getting going, and then my afternoons are when I get to really fuck off. You know. Okay. Yeah. What's a morning routine? I love for a real good afternoon fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, God, I think every comic loves yeah. a good old fashioned afternoon. Yeah. Fuck off. yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you a napper? You take the uh, nap in the afternoon? Napping, or you know, smoke a bowl, or watch a TV show. It's yeah. just like that's just my time to like chill out i live like um like how you know how like uh, more like native people uh maybe uh that's what i would guess about you by looking i would go steve gillespie native people (laughs) well i I just mean okay i'm trying to not sound like an idiot but uh i think i failed but anyway (laughs) Uh, you're doing great um no i just mean like uh, people that were, you know, living in warmer climates, they would like get up early. They kind of yeah. follow the sun, right? You get up with the sun, you get all your shit done before it gets too hot, and then you, yeah. you know, siesta all day. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how, how I live my life. Siesta, also a native word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Siesta uh, every day and. Fiesta at every night. night. Yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah. You got it. That's, That's a, a t-shirt right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sell those in the lot of uh, Casa Bonita. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah, well, that's a good routine, though. Wake up early. Do yeah, a little get bit all of, my, you know, e- all my bullshit email. Yeah, emails, send all that. Then uh, chill in the afternoon. Yeah. Nap, relax, and then do shows at night. Exactly. That's, that's how I live it. That's how I do it. Now that the audience really... Gets the gist of who I am. We can move on. <laughs> yeah. Next show, they'll just be like, did you get your nap in? <laughs> did you fuck off this afternoon, Steve? Yeah, I get up earlier and earlier. I don't know. I I don't think that I uh, can sleep in that well no, anymore. I mean, yeah, Even same. when I want to, same, I'm like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. It's, I, I rarely hit double digits anymore. 
Like, yeah. I feel like if I get up after 10, like I was up really late or I feel like I've already lost the morning. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I there's coming with guilt now, too. There's some guilt coming. When I think I, that comes with age. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it's like, oh, fuck, it's 1030, you piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do not deserve. It's the guilt of the elders going, Success. why'd you sleep so late? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. That goes back. <laughs> fuck those people because, like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. A lot of times... My life, for the most part, I've slept eight hours. Whether you know whether it's from fucking five till fucking one, one, yeah. or <laughs> from fucking uh, you know, yeah, it's, midnight to eight, yeah, or yeah. or two to ten, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I've usually slept like eight hours. It's yeah. very rare that I'm like, oh. You know, people are like, oh, you piece of shit. You got to be one. It's like, well, how many hours did you sleep? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I just, uh, my brain naturally gets up. I'm usually about seven thirty, eight o'clock. I just wake up regardless of what time I go to bed. Mm. I also, I don't know. I know it's different for everybody. I know there's scientific studies, but I can say I run successfully on six and a half to seven hours of sleep. Um, and then Seven if, to eight is what you're supposed to get. That's again, it's, I think it's on a personal level. Yeah, uh, because no, I know my my dad would run, you know, anywhere sometimes between five and seven hours. Yeah, and if he slept more than that, like say eight to nine, he would just feel groggy all day. Yeah, I had one of those Midwestern a stepdads. Dad? No, <laughs> I had a Midwestern, like a real Midwestern stepdad guy, like grew up on a farm with like fourteen siblings. That Whoa. dude would get up and go, and go to work at like two thirty three in the morning. Really? Yeah, and then he would brag about it all day. <laughs> was he? <laughs> it was like it was part of his existence. You know, it was part of yeah, his identity. Yeah, when everybody else yeah. is coming yeah. home from yeah. the bar, yeah. Jim's going yeah. to work. Exactly. My, yeah. my grandfather was like that. I know. He would uh, he would go out to the bar and stay out all night. And sometimes he'd take the uh, all the employees. He was a contractor, and he'd yeah. take his sons out, get them fucked up, <laughs> and they'd be getting back to the hotel at like. 3 a.m. and he go. Now we wake up at 5:30 to go to work. Do not fuck that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those guys are not. He was actually my stepdad was actually a contractor as well. Really, dude, those yeah, guys those are guys wild. are out of their fucking minds. Yeah, yeah. He just loved. I, he was just one of those dudes that just like loves to work. Yeah, it's oh, a. It is that workhorse it. identity. I remember yeah. my uncle going. I was like, I saw him one day at the job, and I was like, dude, you look fucked up. And he goes, I'm drinking pickle juice. I'm fine. And I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good uh, hangover cure. Yeah. Good hangover cure. Well, it also is supposed to stop you from cramping up. Pickle really? Juice. It's got all the electrolytes in it. Yeah. So I don't know. There's <laughs> salt, a big, there's a big uh, tennis match uh, recently where the person who won was drinking pickle juice in between. Oh, wow. Really? And it was like a five-hour match. Yeah, because uh, – and apparently a lot of athletes are doing it now because yeah. it stops the cramping. So. Wow. Yeah. There, Too is, much of it, though. You get the shit. You would think that it would – dehydrate you all that salt but i don't know yeah but i know that i've definitely well, drank pickle juice for a hangover before. that's what electrolytes yeah. are just, just salt. salt straight yeah. up salt salt yeah salt yeah. is a an electrolyte is salt yeah so basically like gatorade is just water with sugar and salt mm. and flavor mm. flavor 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 <laughs> who knows where mountain it comes frost from. <laughs> yeah. you know they uh. Uh, comb the mountains they scrape the frost off. yeah Put it in with some sugar and some salt <laughs> and some water, and that's uh, that's why you yeah. get your uh, reptilian-based beverage. <laughs> Gatorade. Yeah, Steve, where were you born? I was born in a little town called Ripon, Wisconsin. Ripon. Yep. Yep. Wow. Technically, I was born in Fond du Lac, 
Like the oh, actual, I know Fond du Lac. Because that's where the hospital was. I feel like <laughs> there's like some got to be some fun T-shirts and ripping. What do you mean? Like ripping it. Not, if you're not gripping, you're not in ripping. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just did it. You, yeah. you started your own or, business. Uh, um, Mayor of Ripping Town. Or uh, if you're tripping, you're in gripping. <laughs> you're in ripping. I don't even know what the name of the town is anymore. Tripping yeah. and ripping. Tripping and ripping. Yeah, you know, it was fine. It was a tiny little town. Yeah. Sucked, like 7,000 people. Yeah. How many people in your school? Like that, uh, your class, I guess. I want to say 200. Okay. Does that sound right? I, <laughs> to you guys, <laughs> that sounds like a number. Is that a number that a class could be? Yeah, maybe it's maybe like closer a, to like a hundred. That sounds like a uh, lot for a town yeah. of seven thousand. What about a, yeah, a graduate? Closer to a hundred graduation class. Graduating class was about a hundred. I would say maybe one twenty-five. Okay, that's not bad. I think. I think I had forty-nine. Okay. All right. All right. I had five hundred. Just kidding. I didn't graduate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you not graduate high school? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. I Took didn't off. know that. No, uh-uh. Man, I, tr- I tried. Now. I tried. But uh and now you live in an apartment that's worth $3,300 a month. But they were wow. like, uh, <laughs> when I was trying to graduate, they were like, hey, you're going to be 20 when you do this. What? See, my school let you just leave at lunch. Like when you're oh. 14, in South Dakota, when you're 14, mm-hmm. you can drive. <laughs> <laughs> you can drive. A, young. You can drive a car. Yeah. Just not past eight o'clock at night. That's what? the law in South Dakota. Yeah, you have to. I mean, you still have to get your license and everything. But at fourteen, you can get a, a driver's permit. Oh wow! Uh, that's like slightly restricted until you're sixteen. Once you're sixteen, it's no holds barred. But yeah, you can. Yeah. You're saying so in South Dakota at fourteen, you can drive with no one in the car as long as it's not past eight p.m. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, and uh, I'll, it's a big thing. You know, a lot of kids are doing it. Yeah, and if I'd have like, known that, I would have moved to South Dakota yeah, for about I'm like, four years. And I'm like, man, I I want a car at 14, and my parents are like, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're like, yeah, who do you think you are? One of the rich kids you go to school with? No. <laughs> yeah. Who has a brand new truck at 14? No, you're not one of those kids. Uh, Is that what you wanted? Did you want a truck? No. Truck I mean, boy? what I wanted was a Pathfinder. Yeah. Fucking, What's a Pathfinder again? It's, it's like, like a, a Nissan. Nissan. Yeah. It's like a like an SUV. I wanted oh, a Pathfinder okay. or a Forerunner. That's what I wanted. All right, I know what like a Forerunner is. Yeah, because well, that was the thing. A lot of them did have trucks. Like my so my best friend had a Chevy S10. Cody, bringing Cody up again. Yeah, shout out to. I think he listens to Pop. What's up, Cody? Hey, but, Cody, uh, how you doing, buddy? Yo, Cody. Yeah, he had his uh, <laughs> ripping. He had this white S10 pickup truck that his dad. Uh, got him. That was fucking sweet. And then I think he put a turbo in it too. His dad put a turbo uh, in it so what? it was fast yeah. too. Uh, and then everyone's like, Cody the Chody. Cody <laughs> the Chody. But so like a bunch of people would right. have would have uh, <laughs> would have the fucking cars, but a lot of people didn't. So lunch at the high school, they'd be like, "All right, you're free. Come back in 50 minutes." Yeah. <laughs> How many people came back? A lot. Not me, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not me, though. Once they let me out of there, I was like, fuck that. I'm like, I'm too high to go back to school. <laughs> we we definitely had a off-campus lunch, too. You could leave. Yeah. I remember that. And but, people uh, would just fucking... My town was all about drag racing. My town was like living in 1975. Yeah. And, <laughs> it was uh, like Greece. Yeah, exactly. It was just drag race. Everyone just wanted a drag race. That was like the really? whole... Really? Your whole personality would just be... Your car and driving in the country. 
I remember we had a guy that had uh, like the Honda Civics. They were souping up those little flat back Honda Civics. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> we would fit nine people in the cab of his S10. Nine? So and S ten's a small truck, isn't it? So yes, yeah. it very much is. So it had the single it had, the, it had the well, it had the little back seats that folded out from the side okay. where you could sit sideways in the back. Yeah. So you could get three so, people somewhat comfortable. Well, back so this there. is this was the method of how we loaded up. Driver, driver's seat, right? Cody, mm-hmm. fucking man in the wheel. Yeah, Cody and Cody. <laughs> fucking whoever whoever called whoever called shotgun. Yeah. Uh you know, in the in the shotgun spot had somebody on their lap. So there's your three up front. Then yeah. in the back, each seat on the side had a person on it. Right. Right? Designed for it. There would also be a person on each of those people's laps. Okay, now we're now we're rolling dice. Then in the very center, there was like a little ledge where there was like the cup holders yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Someone would also be sitting there in That's the middle. Spot. That's where I would be. That'd and be then there would right there. also be a person on that person's lap with their legs out through the center console. I retract Whoa. my statement. I yeah. would be the person on top. <laughs> the person with my little so legs. Six, my little six legs people dangling. in the back and then... Uh, three people in the front. Three people in the front. That That's is nine insane. people That's in so the cab funny. of an S10. I thought we had five people in a... Uh, what was it? Those Fieros? Do you remember those little weird sports cars? Mm-mm. We oh, had yeah. five people. So one driver and then four of us crammed between the other bucket seat while the driver smoked crack. Oh, yeah, <laughs> dude. And I was like, I don't... What's going who's, faster who's right now? Who was doing crack in high school? That's insane. Oh, yeah. This Where dude, do you find crack in high school? Dude, that's what I... I didn't realize crack yeah, was anywhere crack, but the city. If you can get cocaine, you can get crack because... Okay. <laughs> Crack is just co- mixing cocaine with baking soda. It's yeah, fucking I guess, not I guess that just complicated living, of a process. Yeah. Sure. People just, make it in their kitchens around the country yeah, every yeah. day. I, I just was, think like a small town in Wisconsin, that there's no cocaine. People okay. like me was, that didn't graduate high school are cooking yeah. crack cocaine <laughs> every day. Yeah, <laughs> just mixing it up, doing coke foilies. Yeah. I um yeah I did not know it was a thing I was I was absolutely shocked when I saw it because I was like man this guy's pot smells weird yeah and uh, when we got out he's like you want to smoke some crack and I was like that statement no <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah crack the crack uh, uh the crack people they <laughs> they they really messed up with the with the name yeah you know, I think they they could do better yeah the CIA better really <laughs> named it wrong yeah, yeah. Uh, the they CIA should have called it something better something more. Appealing. I don't yeah. think the name has hurt its marketability, though. I don't know. You know what? Seems to the have been pretty popular. Crack people. <laughs> I think it's done fine. Not only uh, are up early. It's not like they're they up. named it Bud yeah, Light or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. I did smoke crack once. Yeah. Yeah, I was in Los Angeles. I was with my friend um, Ben, and we were looking for weed. This is way before anything was legalized, and we were so we were on the street, and yeah. uh, we were just like fucking trying to get find weed. And this guy came up to us and asked us if we wanted drugs, and we were like, "Yeah, you got weed?" And he's like, "Yep, definitely." And then <laughs> he he's like, "Yeah, give me the money first. And we were naive, so we were like, "Yeah, yeah, of course." And <laughs> we gave it. So it was your first time doing a drug deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, stranger on the street. Here's yeah. the money first. Yeah. I can't believe he brought you drugs back. Yeah. Holy shit! And he laughed, and we were both looked at each other, and we're like, "He ain't coming back." And, and then he came back, but um, it wasn't weed. He came back with crack. <laughs> and then we were because like, you're well, just gonna have to take this. Yeah. And then we we'll were like, "We'll see you tomorrow." We were, <laughs> we were like, "Well." 
guess we have crack. So yeah. we we just we smoked crack. Yeah. yeah, I didn't I didn't really like it to be mm. honest. It didn't do you know. I, I, they have this like the story is like you smoke crack once and then you're hooked yeah, yeah, forever. Yeah. That whole thing. That's yeah. nah, not what happened. I was like, this is dumb. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was dumb too. And then my buddy's like, you didn't get a good one. And then he gave me, a, oh. then he loaded a big old rock in there and I hit it and I was like, oh, I see why people like this. <laughs> what, I, maybe, yeah, maybe that was my problem too. But I, I felt like, I definitely felt sped up. You know, I felt like, yeah. Sped, but I don't really like, but in general, I don't like speed. Like, I don't really like cocaine very it's much. It's the exhale is a very euphoric uh, feeling. I've only smoked like crack, crack yeah. one time. Yeah. yeah. Have I told the story on the podcast about my buddy's so. wedding? No, I don't Smoking think so. crack at a wedding. Yeah. Wow. Well, it like, was I, don't, I never did it because I like I like Red Bull too much. Uh-huh. Like just or any energy drinks. Like when people are like, I don't like it. It makes me jittery. And I was like, Yeah, if I didn't do that, I wouldn't drink it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, smoking crack at a wedding. Well, so my buddy. Let's ruin this event. My, well, my buddy's <laughs> wife. It was the night before the wedding. Oh no! You and didn't. she liked Coke. Yeah. And he was like, "All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out to the to the. I think he went to Colfax. I don't know what, what? happened. Oh, he like no. went Did out. This happened here in Denver. Yeah, oh, I no. whatever happened. Uh, the he couldn't get any cocaine. The coke dealer couldn't have anything, and all he could get was crack. Okay. And he came back. You know, he was trying to get like a, you know, a decent amount of cocaine, and uh, came back with a shitload of crack." And then the whole wedding party spent the whole night just like sitting in a bedroom, smoking crack together. Talking about a business plan. Yeah. Well, wow. in the next day. What happens when there's a whole group of people smoking crack together? What, what's that like? Does that get agitated? Like, I imagine yeah, people get agitated. Like? There is times like where we're like, man, I wish we had more than one crack pipe. Hurry hurry up and smoke your goddamn crack. I'm ready to smoke more. What's happening is as soon as you pass it, you're like, I need that back. You're just watching it go around the circle. Yeah. It's almost here again. Hope it doesn't cash out before it gets to me. But no, my buddy, like we looked so shitty the next day at the oh, wedding yeah, and everybody's like giving my, my friend who's getting married shit, like all the old men, they're like, oh, you look like you were going to pass out up there, you know, or you look like you're going to faint. And I was like, faint, looked like he was fiending for crack. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, <laughs> there's got to be a nasty come down with that shit, but, I would think. I used to do a bit about it in the like the the final part. I thought side. you were gonna say I used to do a bit of crack. <laughs> no, I did a bit about smoking crack at this wedding in the final like my out on it was, and believe it or not, they're uh, still married uh, to this day. Good for them. Yeah, their That's relationship is not like the lady, a rock. him and the crack. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <that's amazing. laughs> yeah. You know, wow, like a rock, like a rock. <laughs> I was itchy as could be (laughs) from the rock. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, good. He's going to sue us just for that, probably. Probably. Oh, fuck. All right. Oh, man. So, crack. Cool. We got that out of the way. So, Wisconsin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where'd you, um, at what point did you leave? I went to Minneapolis uh, to go to grad school when I was 22. What'd you go to grad school for? Uh, social economics. <laughs> and now here I am. What was your? What was your, in some high school dropout apartment? <laughs> were you? 
Did you get your uh, bachelor's in economics or something? No, I got it in uh, political science, a double major, political science and history. I was such a fucking nerd, you guys. Like, I wasn't cool in high school or even college. I didn't party. I did hang out with... So I was a really good distance runner and played basketball in high school, so I could never do drugs because they're always like, we're going to drug test you and you're going to leave. And I, like, was like... I, like, went to state and shit, so I was, like, an athlete. But I did hang out with all the burnouts, I hung out with all, I hung out with all the burnouts, and then and then all the other athlete people were like, "Why do you fucking hang out with those weirdos?" And I'm like, "You guys are the ones that are fucking weird." <laughs> <laughs> it's a real dazed and confused situation. Yeah, you guys are the ones that are fucking strange. Um, but yeah, so then so nothing. So high school not a problem child at all. Not like, really, no. But okay. you hung with the problem children. Yeah, I did have it. All. I had a lot of um of the yeah like the quote unquote bad kids. And yeah. Like when they'd be well, smoking exciting. weed or, exactly. or or drinking or doing whatever, you'd just be like, I just hang out. I gotta run tomorrow. Yeah, I would just hang out. <laughs> yeah, I gotta yeah. run now because I gotta run tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And, did uh, you have? Did you get in trouble at all when you were younger? When I was a, when I was a anything? young kid, I I got in a ton of trouble. For what? What's the worst? Just being, just being like sneaking out and okay. vandalizing shit. Wait. <laughs> Oh man, he's ripping. Like he was ripping up, ripping, ripping, ripping. The one of the worst ones was we. I had a friend. I had a God. We must have been like thirteen or something. Or oh, that's real I, shit. That's what outlawing yeah, is the real best. Shit at age, and we. It was you know obviously it was back when it was like just regular landline phones, right? Oh yeah. So we we loved to prank call people, and then we kept prank calling this one old lady. We'd prank call her like. We'd wait like weeks, but then we'd every few weeks we'd prank all this old lady. It's so bad, and uh, we would act like we were. We'd be her. like, "What's your social security yeah. number?" Yeah. You know? Well, she would answer the phone, and we would say, "Hi, Grandma," and she'd be like, "Oh, hi." She thought it was her grandkid. So then we just, you're evil. You're evil. You're so yeah. Evil. <laughs> and so we would like start talking to her as like her grandkid, and then <laughs> a few minutes into it, at just normal grandkid conversation, we'd be like, "You know, what, Grandma, you're a fucking bitch." Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it was bad, and we did it. Like one too many times because she got a fucking like tracer or whatever, oh, yeah. got the cops involved, and they traced it back to. Oh, and they found. And you. We got caught. Yeah, we got caught, and I'm glad we got caught because I needed to get caught for that. That was not a good behavior, and uh, what, what I had to I had to go to the police. My parents had to take me to the police station. What's yeah. the crime though? For like, his prank calling isn't a crime, is it? I hope is it not. Harass- I've done it a lot. It's, it's it like be harassment. harassment. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what. They booked me for it. Uh, <laughs> I don't even think I could got like charged with anything, but I just had to write her a grandma. To, I had to write grandma a letter uh, apologizing. To me, to and I me. think I did some community service too. Yeah. What this sounds like is that the old police department of Ripon got a hold of your parents and was like, "All right, your son's been fucking calling this old lady and being <laughs> yeah. a fucker." And they yeah. laughed. They were probably like, ah, "What a little shit!" Yeah. All right, let's scare the fuck out of yeah, him. Exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. We're gonna exactly. we're gonna actually pretend that we're booking him for prank phone yeah. calls. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. scare the shit out of him and then make yeah. him write a letter. Yeah. And then it was a real nice letter. And at the end, I was like, fuck you, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dude, Grandma. That's, <laughs> it's me. That's so your, weird. Your grandson that's been yeah. calling you. We had a we found a uh, cordless phone that we figured out the frequency that you could just get between stations on a radio, and it would pick it up. So then everyone in the room could hear the calls you would make. What? So then we were prank calling people. And we had found a lady, an older lady, yeah. very similar. Yeah. But we would just call and see how long we could keep her on the phone. We stopped <laughs> because there was literally one time I just, dude, I felt so bad. We called her and she goes, James, or whatever the yeah. name was. And we're like, yeah. And she's talking and she goes, 
are you coming tomorrow for your uncle's funeral? And I was like, oh, um, yeah, we'll be there. And then we, I got off the phone. I was like, dude, I, feel, I hope that guy shows up. Oh, I know. God, the whole frequency thing, that's something I haven't thought of in a long time. But do you remember like in the early cell phone days where like you'd be talking on your cell phone and then all of a sudden you'd just be fucking in a conversation with two other people? Oh, yeah. Like... <laughs> Did that happen? It's like a CB radio. Yeah. Yeah. That happened all yeah. the time. Like uh, early cell phones, like you would all of a sudden you'd be like, oh shit, we're picking up somebody else's call. Or like all of a sudden you'd have like, you'd, you'd be hearing other people's phone conversation. Yeah. You'd be like, uh, let me, let me call you back. Uh, I just heard about a murder. Uh, <laughs> did you ever, did you ever do prank calls or anything like that from pay phones? Did you ever get into that run? Did you guys know the code to make a pay phone ring? No. no. So I'm Wait pretty... a minute. You would do something and then hang it up and it would ring, right? So I'm pretty sure it was like, yeah. I, 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 God, we grew up in some small town. I almost boring, think I remember the, the code, but I think it was like you would dial like star 593 and then the last, uh, and then the number of the payphone that you were at. Yeah. And it was like a utility that the phone people would use to test, at, to test if yeah. they... But it would make the fucking phone ring and then fuck with people. So what I would do is I would toll-free uh, call on pay phones. I would toll-free call like a sex hotline, oh, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. free ones. And then I would fucking add a call and then do the callback for the ring yeah. and then walk away. And then the phone would ring and then they would pick up and be on a three-way call with the, hot- with the fucking phone sex hotline. Dude. So I don't... I that don't- was like my... That was like my fucking... Uh, Your opus? My opus. <laughs> yeah, that was my... That was my fucking... Did you guys ever call a sex... Did you ever seriously call a sex line in your life? Did you ever call one of those? We would just call the, the free ones, but we, like I never was able... Like never We never for paid for one. Did you ever or- pay for one? You ever like actually no, lonely I, on I the road got... and get a lady on the phone? <laughs> Dude. I mean. Did you? No. Yeah. No, oh, all right. No. I did. <clears throat> I think I've talked about this, but no. I did end up in a <laughs> chat room one time when I was like. ASL? Uh, 18, something like that. Yeah. On the computer. It was late night. And yeah. I was. The bad part, I was such a child. Like yeah. in my head, like I was climbing in trees because I had a dream to climb Everest. Yeah. Like, and I mean. Not just climbing trees. I was bolting the trees and then working rigs <laughs> to figure out how we would like rock climb. climb. Yeah. yeah. So I'm talking to this what I was calling a sexy chat, yeah. and it got into all this thing. And they're like, "So what is uh?" She just asked like, "What do you hope to do later in life or something?" <laughs> right. <laughs> and I responded by going. One day I want to climb Everest, but now I'm mostly climbing in trees. And the chat stopped. <laughs> and then it, it just said, how old are you? And I was like, I'm 19. And then it was just disconnect. Oh, man. <laughs> but oh, yeah. I do want to – I have not tried this, so I don't know if this is going to work. We found out a long time ago mm-hmm. that from payphones, and we would do this outside of Landing Four Theater in Leavenworth, Kansas – uh, you could dial one eight hundred and anything sexual, and it would pick up. So this one is, uh, <laughs> we're gonna see if this works. And uh, just here, let's connect to the board at least. I'm gonna, 
I've dialed this number. This was one of the ones I enjoyed because it was hilarious to me. Yeah. So I'm going to see if this picks up. Well, what's the what did, what did you try to spell? Well, I'll tell you After? afterwards because it decodes it. It'll say, thank you for calling 1-800, and then it tells you what you dialed. Fine. All right. Ready? Touch it, feel it, rub it. What's mine is yours, all yours. Here at 800 Wet Butt, where it feels good to turn my back on you, come explore the back trails of my essence. Dude, that has not changed <laughs> since the 90s. 1-800-WET-BUTT. What did she say? Grab it, rub it. She said, what's mine is yours. That's how, much, how much is How much is it? play it again. You how much is it? Touch it, feel it, rub it. What's mine is yours, all yours. Here at 800-WET-BUTT, where it feels good to turn my back on you, come explore the back trails of my essence. Dude, I love the, the beginning. Back Channels of my <laughs> essence. Yeah. Holy shit, that's fucking hot. Yeah. That is also the Touch operator it. has not changed. Rub it. Well, where it. does what happens after that? Can we connect to somebody? I don't. I never got past that. Exactly. Like, I'll be honest. All of my friends well, we're did adults. exactly what we did. We're adults now. We can go further into the wet butt. I have. <laughs> I have a credit card. We can get in there. Uh, yeah, dude. But we, I just want to get to customer service. It's like how how wet are and these be butts? Like, and be like, hey, I thought I was gonna hear like a wetter butt. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll be honest. That sounded like a dry. Fart. It sounded like a dry. It sounded like a dry ass. Yeah. I mean. I could hear those cheeks scraping against each other like yeah. like they were the Sahara Desert. I can't believe that worked. I really thought they would disconnect that by now, but we figured that out and we would get dropped off for the movies. We'd yeah. go see a movie and then an hour or so after that, we would just sit around laughing at a payphone. That's great, dude. Wet butt. That's wet so butt. great. And it also that also goes to show you what age I was. I was like, "Oh, you know what'll be hot? How about wet butt?" Yeah. <laughs> so I think we need a three-way call somebody and play wet butt. Well, so, it'll be AJ's number, but then mm -hmm. it'll be like, you've reached 1-800-WET-BUTT when they pick up their Feel phone. Feel it, grab it, touch it. Oh, wait, dude, how about we should call Kobos? So, okay, <laughs> this would be perfect. Yo, what's up, dude? Feel it, rub it, what's mine is yours, all yours. Here at 800 Wet Butt, where it feels good to turn my back on you, come explore the back trails of my essence. Now, give it to me anytime you want. That's right, just enter your credit card number at any time during this message. This call will be billed at $1.99 to $5.99 per minute. $5.99 per minute? A surcharge of $8.99 may be billed on certain selections. This call will just okay. six dollars yeah. per minute. Incredible! <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, that was the one that we called the most. And I'm going to be honest the the operator recording is the same from when I was 12 years old and dialed oh 1 800 wet butt from a payphone. I wonder where that lady is now. She's you know? dead. <laughs> Yeah, you don't live with that wet of a butt. Yeah, she's still wiping, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the idea that like one of her kids is like, yeah, that's the only recording I have of mom. So. <laughs>
<laughs> when I when I miss her, I just uh, I just dial one eight hundred wet butt yeah. so I can hear her voice. <laughs> Mama! Oh my god, it's Holy so fucking shit, funny, dude. Uh, Holy shit! I gotta be honest, I didn't hear any slipping, any sliding, any flopping. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Like, I want to get on with customer service and be like, "That ass sounds dry as fuck." Yeah, I want my money back. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, dude. Slot that thing up, dude. <laughs> man, I just love to just think about the guy that's still calling this number. And really, there's got to be there's somebody doing it. Dude, you're sitting next to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Literally, my phone has 14 dials as of this morning. <laughs> I like that there's just one, like, fucking 80-year-old guy that's addicted to 1-800-WET-BUTT. Yeah. He's like... <laughs> He's like, yeah, I spend about, you know, two hours yeah. on wet butt a day. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me wonder if there's a 1-800 dry butt. <laughs> I mean, it's only one that's way a, to find out. A, <laughs> <laughs> Call 1-800 dry butt. For sure. I don't know. I guess we could, we could see if 1-800 dry butt works. Let's see. If you were on there two, two hours a day, that'd be $720. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> AJ's trying to figure out how to spell dry butt. Yeah, it was the dry part that threw me off. All right, let's see if this hits anything. Um, Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Nope. Your call can now be completed as dialed. Oh, Please bullshit. check the number and dial again. Yeah, Announcement for Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Nope, Your call on, can now on, be completed as dialed. So Please check the number and dial again. Announcement for What? Oh, hold on. All right. Dry. Hi. Welcome to the driest line. On. <laughs> I love how, like, I, I'm getting a Verizon Scraping. wireless message. It's just like, this number cannot be dry, or it cannot be, re this number doesn't work. And My asshole's like, so dry, yeah. I fart dust. Yeah. <laughs> just dust comes out when I fart because it's dry in there. My butt's so dry. It hurts. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like the mud cracked ground of the dusty, rough, <laughs> scraping. You go my ass the dust bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's been padded with a thousand towels. <laughs> a thousand towels? Towels. Oh, towels. Dry towels. Yeah. Beach towels. Every inch dabbing the hole. Welcome to the line where it's always 1925. Yeah. Is that when the dust bowl My ass is like Oklahoma. The topsoil's gone. My asshole's so dry, they call it the Great Depression. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Kobos, we'll uh, we'll get a hold of you and have you on soon. Well, yeah, we need to do that uh, combo episode. Shout out to uh, Kobos and uh, Patrick yeah. Podcast. Uh, go check them Hell out. Yeah. And if you ever get lonely, Fuck call one eight hundred wet butt. Wet butt. I'm dial it right after this. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's, literally, if you dial it, it's the funniest thing you're gonna. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Hell yeah! All right. All right, dude. Later, well, man. Keep Wait. your butt wet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. Oh man. Well, that was, I think was a fun even, little detour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a weird yeah. derail. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, all right. So you went to college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> you sure did. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's when you started dabbling. No, it wasn't more. until after college. It wasn't until I really started doing stand up. That's when I started. So, really so do you have a master's degree? I do. Yeah. How much debt do you have? Sixty grand. Fuck. Yes, yeah, it was the dumbest decision I ever made in my life. Had you had, had drugs been around and offered, and you were like, no. Well, I had done a little bit. I drank and stuff in college, yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, I mean, just with running, I was a, I ran in college, so okay. I was just pretty, scholarship, pretty serious about it. Yeah, so I um, you did get a scholarship though. That that's good. No, I didn't. I, I ran for a D three school, so I didn't have a I didn't have an athletic scholarship. No. Oh, oh no no no. But did you get an academic scholarship? I got like loans and shit. Yeah, well, I guess right. my undergrad was like free. I don't know. They had some weird loophole with it. It wasn't like technically an athletic scholarship, but I didn't like pay or I paid way less. I don't know. I don't gotcha. Know. It wasn't a scholarship, but I didn't pay. And I'm yeah. Like, oh, what the fuck is a scholarship? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like, uh, I, guess, I guess it was like an academic thing. Which I don't know. So ripping to the Twin Cities. Yep. Right? That's when things started going out. And did you stay? Did, I, I'm assuming you fell in love with the Twin Cities and yeah. after college you just stayed. I stayed there for like 10 years. That's where I started doing stand up. Did you get a job um, after college? That uh, I had a real job, yeah, and I hated it. And then I started doing open mics, and then that was it. How'd and you get into I lived, that? I was so fucking poor. For I was talking to somebody the other day, like, if you really want to do stand-up comedy, like, really want to do it, like, you have to be comfortable with just being so fucking poor. Right. <laughs> like, for oh, a while. Oh, yeah. For a while. Like, I'm not saying all forever, but, like, for, you know, those first few years. So that was just, yeah, I mean, I was just well, you're taking pretty, every I, shitty gig I could get, yeah. driving six hours and make 150 bucks. bucks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and paying. I, I lived in these two guys's. Um, I lived with these two guys that were in a metal band, and I lived in. What was the name of the closet. metal band? I don't even remember. Yeah, I never. I don't even remember. They were. <laughs> I don't even know if they ever had gigs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It was one of that. I lived in their closet. They had a big closet, and I paid two hundred and fifty dollars a month to to Dude. live in their closet. And they would get in fist fights almost every night because they were just full blown alcoholics. And they would get in fist fights every night. And one night, my I'll fucking, be honest, that sounds pretty metal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and one night, one night, I'm like, I can hear them fucking fighting. And was like, all right, whatever. They're just gonna beat each other up. I don't care. And then I was trying to go to sleep, and I was sleeping, and all of a sudden, my fucking door burst open, and it was like six cops. And like they had their guns out, fucking flashlights. They Jesus ripped me Christ. out of bed, out of my fucking closet, <laughs> and they like, throw me on the ground. I'm like, what are you guys doing? I'm sleeping. I'm, like, you're like Harry Potter. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, that's what I was thinking is the cops came in and they're like, and they're like, holy shit. This little boy's in the closet hiding from his from his dad. He's fighting. Yeah, <laughs> this so, we found a kidnapped yeah. a kidnapped boy. Yeah, so they fucking they were like threw me on the ground. They handcuffed me. I Whoa. was like, what is happening? And then apparently one of my roommates uh, pulled a knife on my other roommate and like sliced him. And oh, so shit. that one roommate called the police. And uh, yeah, so that's how that all went down. And then that dude. <laughs> Dude, dude metal guys had, are fucking hardcore, they all, dude, dude. And they had another. They were they were fucking nuts. They were nuts. And they had the, one of their friends was over, and I, they pulled me out into the living room where they got everybody else. Everyone's handcuffed and sitting up, except for their friend who's completely passed out. He's like in a hump, just on the floor, <laughs> and he's passed out. And they still have him handcuffed. They still got him, just, and he's just his face. Just, like, <laughs> Could you imagine coming out of a blackout? You're still on the same sofa, yeah. and you're like, who put these handcuffs on me? Yeah. I know, oh, man. And the cops were just such fucking douchebags, and whatever. It's, it was awful. But well, could they, they hold you? They put 
well they they didn't you know they they ended up going and letting me you know like uncuffing us but yeah they did arrest my friend or my no they weren't really my the friends, stabby one the, yeah. the stabby one went to and he was in jail like because it was over like it was right before the holidays and for some reason like he couldn't get like he was in there for like 15 days or something wow yeah <clears throat> that's it for stabbing somebody well he didn't, he didn't stab and like the, my other roommate like showed me the cut and it was like a little like scratch i'm like you bitch you called the police <laughs> you fuck i almost got shot you fucking <laughs> asshole because the cops are like you got to put your hands up when we tell you to put your hands up. i'm like i'm deaf i know you guys know that i'm yeah. ha- i'm more than half deaf i don't not, i don't wear hearing aids and i'm sleeping you're shining flashlights into my face i couldn't see i couldn't yeah. see or here and you're all yelling at me at the same time so like and they're like we could have fucking that could have got bad you weren't moving your hand i'm like i'm a bed bro like, yeah. you, you broke into my bed? bedroom yeah. closet <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i live in a closet man. yeah things aren't working yeah. out yeah so it was awful no that's terrifying it was terrifying yeah yeah, yeah it was really I, I almost got shot uh one time where my dog had gotten out like oh, when no. I closed the door, like it's it like my biggest fears. Quite yeah. close. My dog got out, or she opened the door with her paw or something, and then uh, got out. And uh, some people found my dog in her tag and went back to my house and saw that the door was open and that she had gotten out. And they were like, "Oh, somebody broke into the house." Ah. Is what they thought. Okay, and uh, you know fucking left the door open and the dog escapes. So they yeah. call the police. The cops come. I wake up to just like fucking yelling in my apartment. I'm naked. Yeah. I get up and walk out of the of my bedroom and there's two cops in my living room that, that turn yeah. on me with guns drawn. Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude. It was fucking scary. You were naked shit. because you wow. were just ended your phone. And call also it's like <laughs> <laughs> Well I uh I used to just like to always sleep naked. Yeah. So I was naked sleeping. And yeah, I get up. Sleep and, naked. And I mean, I think being naked might have saved my fucking life. Possible, yeah. Well, it's hard to it's hard to say that uh where were you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Or the fact that you no one breaks into a house nude. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, or they're like he had a gun. It's yeah. like where? Yeah, <laughs> it have to yeah. be in like, his ass. Yeah, <laughs> maybe if you were on a lot of crack, his, his yeah. butt's not near wet enough to yeah. get a gun in there. <laughs> I have a friend who had a psychic break, and the police were called, and he was smart enough, and and like you know, I remember talking enough? to him about it, lucid enough, and talking to him about it after the whole thing happened. He's like, I was lucid. I like he remembers being like, oh god. Uh, I'm taking the cop. I'm taking all my clothes off. Like th- he thought, like that this will keep me from getting fucking shot oh, if I have because yeah, yeah. he was like out and outside, extremely vulnerable at that point. Like there's yeah. nothing you're hiding. Yeah, exactly. Wow. But I thought that was like pretty smart, actually. Yeah, like yeah, cops coming to wrap you up because you're being crazy. You're just like, well, if I if I'm naked, they don't really have much of an excuse to shoot me. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> no, that happened. Uh, sad story. This uh, kid I knew growing up, he ate a bunch of mushrooms and was having like kind of an episode and fucking. I think he like put night vision on. Yeah. And like his his family had a bunch of guns and he was like walking around with guns and night vision oh, on no. and the co- oh. and somebody called the cops on him and they showed up and he just like came walking out at him and they just fucking shot his ass and killed him. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's tough. 
That's why. That's why. I mean, that's why we needed a good guy on mushrooms. Yeah. That's what night vision <laughs> and assault rifles. I'm not gonna lie. Like you're walking around looking. Yeah, that's not like a good Robocop. Look. Yeah, that it's, ain't gonna be good. It's no, not, it looks crazy. But also, what's crazy is in America, you can buy all that shit and you can have it in your house. You and know? in some places, you can walk around like that. Yeah. I mean, you go to you, you go down to like where they're protesting at fucking city hall and you see these fucking guys with AKs just out oh, there, yeah. you know? And they're just like, oh, they can have that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's fucking crazy but and sad. I don't know. Somebody was telling me that they were driving around in Texas and they were on, they were on the highway somewhere in Texas and the fucking big Jeep pulled up next to them and it had a fucking turret. A Are you turret gun at, on? Really? The, yeah, and it wasn't a military vehicle. It was like a fucking guy with How a fucking. How can you turret. have that? Because that's the thing that you so, feed those giant like. Oh yeah. There's all those post-apocalyptic role-playing people though too, and it might have just been me. Me, I'm immediately like, it might have been one of cosplay. Those, but, Is that yeah, what you're talking about? Yeah. No, I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious. Uh, we did a phone it in film festival one year, and these guys made this like crazy film on their phones where I was just like, holy shit. Yeah. But it was all like they just go out in the desert and play like Mad Max. They have vehicles and costumes. They throw like events where there's like, it's like Burning Man, but it's all like post apocalyptic yeah, shit yeah. like I've that. I've seen some of that. And, yeah. I've and, seen some of that. Yeah, yeah, but they have, but they'll go and like role play like LARP basically, but it's like fucking Mad Max style, and they yeah. have cars and fucking weird guns on them and all kinds of shit. Yeah, like, it's fucking crazy. Wow, people, man, I love I, I this culture that we live in. What is a, what a weird else. thing to be able to do and be like, do you is that tank registered? You're like, I'm just playing. Yeah. I'm just playing pretend. Yeah. Yeah, was it like a tank turret or just like a like a fifty caliber machine gun or something? I mean, uh, he, that person made it seem like it was like a fucking machine gun. Like it, yeah, looked, like it was it. like a fucking <laughs> thing. Yeah, fucking Mad Max shit. Just out there looking for the liberals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like fuck. I hope they don't see me. <laughs> it's also it's also such a weird thing with that. Like you're shooting something that is known to probably not have a way of defending themselves. Like liberals aren't really known to have guns. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's uh, I don't know. Quite an unfair fight. Depends yeah. on like depends on where you're at. Colorado liberals, a lot of them like guns. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It I is, mean, we've been weird... asking the question flowers or guns? Yeah. Flowers or guns? Flowers. <laughs> you're the first time we've gotten that. Yeah. Flowers. <laughs> fucking what are we, you and literally fucking yeah. <laughs> No, everyone we've asked is like without a uh, without a beat. They're just like guns. <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot of dudes like guns are fun to shoot. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, right. you ever really like hung out by flowers and like you know had a good day? I love what? flowers. I love yeah, flowers yeah. I would, I would, I would pick. I, I actually I mean, take time when I see a good flower. I get in there. Yeah, yeah I mean, man. I, I take. Some I mean, time poppies. Poppies are strong. These guys are. <laughs> these guys sound gay. I mean, yeah. the <laughs> these gun. These gun lovers. Gun. Gun is very phallic. You know, it's a very like phallic sort of thing. A flower is. We've all seen a George O'Keefe painting. Yeah. yeah. Guys are gay. <laughs> <laughs> that was the bait. Hey, you knew you knew about a painting, gay. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Yeah. Wow! Finally got a flowers on that. Finally one. got a flowers. Yeah. No, I was like, I'm gonna ask it until I get a flowers. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, dude, flowers for sure. We don't need to talk about when I went to school and how I grew up. Let's talk about more fun things. Like, yeah. Can I tell you about my craziest acid trip? This seems yeah, like a that's, good story for this well, podcast. Yeah, that'd be, we, I, typically, we'll ask if you've done psychedelics, but oh. yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, dude. So, how old? Uh, I was 30-ish. 
Okay. Yeah. Early 30s. Um, I just started dating my girlfriend, who I'm also still dating. Um, when we took two hits of acid and went to the Gilmero del Toro. Two hits each. Yeah. Okay. Two hits each. Um, went to the Gilmero del Toro uh, art exhibit at the Minneapolis um, uh, art place. <laughs> <laughs> At the, uh, <laughs> is that the one? The next walker? To the, is that the yeah. one with yes, the, yes. the spoon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love the walker. That's one yeah. of them. I've gone, like the last two times I've gone to Minneapolis, I've gone to the walker. Yeah, it's beautiful. And the restaurant there is really fucking good too. It is good. So you guys know Gamaro del Toro. You guys are familiar with who that is? I am not familiar He's with the He's a artist. bullfighter, right? <laughs> Isn't no, he an actor? No. <laughs> director. Is it Don or Dex? Director yeah. and artist. He he did Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, okay. He yeah. He did a yeah. um, bunch of other like horror stuff. Yeah. But like really like out there extensive like really cool shit, um, but he a lot brought, of fantasy elements to his yeah yeah, um, and he brought his whole like the exhibit was his whole collection, so it wasn't okay. just some of his stuff. It was a lot of his stuff and a lot of stuff from his movies like the monsters and stuff like that. So it's real creepy and real like. Were there video video uh, exhibits as well? Yeah, some of his movies and stuff, but it was a lot of his just art that he had collected over the years. Okay. And it was wild, just like wild, really creepy stuff. And they were like pumping <coughs> in creepy music. And like you'd be, and so I'm, we're tripping like hard, tripping balls. And you're walking through this thing, and like all of a sudden the fucking wall, an eye will open up on the wall. For in real life. Yeah, in real yeah. life. And you're just. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm doing okay. First, like, half hour. I like how you're like, I'm doing okay. Yeah, first half hour, I'm like, okay, this is really cool. The paintings are just, everything's just fucking moving. And, like, you're seeing stuff that's not even really there. It's beautiful. It's amazing. And then it starts to, like, kind of get on top of me a little bit. Like, it's starting to get a little too David Lynch is getting a little too deep. Yeah, it's getting a little too freaky. And, and, I mean, there's people everywhere. I mean, it's like a a packed exhibit. So I'm, you know, I'm trying to hold it together. And you're like, I might. I might cause a scene. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was starting to like... So then I come around the corner of, in this, into the new section of the exhibit, and there's I come face-to-face with this painting. And I still remember the name of the painting. Uh, um, it's called Artifact 3, and I can't remember the name of the artist, but um, it's just like this very like futuristic... They've also done... Uh, I know them. They've done Artifact 1 and 2 as well. <laughs> 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 yeah. So... I come face to face with this painting, and I don't know for whatever reason the painting it 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 hits me like it just this painting just it just it just gets inside me. It's just yeah. incredible. Like the, I can't believe, and I just start bawling. I mean, uh, I cannot stop crying. I'm like, did it calm you down though? Like, take no, you? it was like. I was getting agitated, but also like it, it made me sad and happy all at the same. It was just I felt everything all at once. Yeah, and um. I'm so I'm crying, and then my girlfriend comes up behind me, and she looks at me. and Goes, "What are you doing?" <laughs> people, there's people everywhere. And I'm like, "I know this fucking Look at this man. And she looks at it. She's like, "Oh yeah." I'm, pretty <laughs> I'm waiting for her to be like, "You're looking at a mob bucket." Yeah. So I'm crying. She's like, "You gotta fucking move along." You I'm like, "All right." So I'm, like, I'm like, "Why?" This train is moving. Like, Why are you I'm, not, I'm getting freaked out by shit. I turn around. There's like a big monster, you know. And I'm like, "Jesus Christ!" I gotta get out of here. And then I finally see a chair. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna just sit down, you know. So I sit oh, down. Oh no, is that an exhibit? No, no, so, no, not in a museum of contemporary <laughs> art. You can't sit in a chair. So I'm sitting there, just kind of people watching, and then I see this guy. I see this guy who, to me, looks really agitated. 
Okay. Like he, like he's like going like this, and he's like looking around, and he's like oh, oh, talking to himself, and he seems upset. You know, that's what I'm picking up. Yeah. And so I got it in my head that I needed to go with like. Oh no! You got to get involved in this, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, dude. I see, I, and he's a big man, big big man. And I, 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 I walk up, so I walk up to this guy, and I like put my hand on his oh, shoulder. Oh no! And and he looks at me, and I go, "Oh hey man, I just you know, just checking, making sure you're doing okay." And he looks at me, and he goes, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I go, oh okay, <laughs> and then you just go I back just walked to your away. chair. <laughs> so that happened, and then my girlfriend—I told my girlfriend about that, and she's like, "We're leaving." Yeah, uh, she's stop like, touching. Can't, you, gotta, you can't be talking to people. <laughs> and, so, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, so we we're leaving, and I'm like, I'm I'm so like all like scared and just all just all over the place, and just like the the whole free I freaked out from all the monsters and all this shit. Yeah, and that, we see that co- there's that coffee shop, that little cafe that's in there. And I'm like, can we just get something to eat at this cafe or like get like a drink or something? She's like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. So I sit down and I order milk and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> like and milk and cookies. And, I, and I'm just in there like dipping. And my girlfriend's just making fun of me like how I'm like just a scared little boy and I needed milk and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> but did it bring you immense joy? It did. It really, it was like a warm hug. <laughs> and then, and then, we, and then another thing happened. We were leaving and I saw this woman walking in and she had these like crazy Aztec pants that I also had. Yeah. So we had the same pants and uh, <laughs> I wasn't wearing them, but I was like, and I also own those pants. And, and uh, so as she were like walking, I'm like, Hey, Oh yeah. Those are cool pants. I have the same pants. And she goes, okay. And I go from Amazon. I had ordered them <laughs> off Amazon. <laughs> And she just looks at me, and I go, "We're communicating." And I just, <laughs> I'm like, walking. she's like, uh, "I yeah. guess don't, don't infuriate the handicapped people." <laughs> pants, I like your pants. Yeah, yeah I thought yeah. you were just gonna point at her legs and point at your legs. <laughs> legs, legs, legs. Yeah, yeah, so that was fun. It was a good. Uh, it was a good. Good trip. Um, I, I I trip less in public these days, and I, I used to just be a real fucking maniac and just taking acid and going out in public all the time. Yeah, I called it extreme tripping, and I would take acid and put myself into weird situations. Yeah. I don't know why I would do that. Yeah. It's like terrifying to me just to even eat acid anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll go to a concert or like a, a club or something, no problem. But like, yeah, I, I, I realize that concerts I don't really care for on acid because I want to. Uh, they're too loud. No, I want to connect with the people around me more. I want to. Oh, talk. I see. You can't like talk and hang yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got as you. As well, I feel. Yeah, sometimes it puts I'll, you, puts I'll you in feel your head. like isolated at a concert. Yeah, yeah. I used to. I or would, at a rave. I like. I used to eat acid and go to raves all the time. And then I was like, Why am I doing this? This is. I should just eat ecstasy or something, or drink or yeah, something yeah, else. Yeah. Uh, I would take mushrooms and not tell people as an experiment to see if. In my head when I was like, oh, everybody knows. To see if they really knew. Yeah. yeah. And I had some awkward situations a few times. One time I went to Walgreens at like 11 at, <laughs> 11 at night. Mm-hmm. And I walked in and the guy looked at me. We were the only ones in there. A worker and a guy who yeah. just walked in. And I was fine. Yeah. And he just goes, you look wide awake. And just, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And then I went over to the register and leaned as though I was like a, a bar patron about to put in a drink. And I went, ah, you know. 
And that caused a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I, it's I, like when you just like you just off the track a little bit from how people normally act in a Walgreens. Yeah, people are like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean I'm wide awake? We're gonna get the cops involved." Is this an odd hour. Um, What's the weirdest psychedelic you've ever done? DMT. DMT. Yeah, I've still not done that. It's on my bucket list at some point. Yeah, I think I'm. I, I don't. I would do ayahuasca, which, you know, is basically, the, I mean, DMT is the thing that's in ayahuasca that's making you, you know, have the experience. But, but DMT is like a catapult, right? It's a lot like nitrous. Like, you're going out. Yeah. You have no concept of how long you're gone, but it's yeah, not Yeah, yeah. It's very, it's like, a lot of people say it's like being shot out of a cannon, you know, yeah. or like ayahuasca, because of the inhibitor and how that breaks down, breaks it down slower. And that's the whole thing with ayahuasca. It's like mixing it with the, whatever the inhibitor plant is. And that takes you up slower and brings you down slower. So the whole experience is way longer, you know, six hours or whatever, where DMT, it's like 10 minutes tops top, you know, you're not going to be much longer than about 10 minutes, but it feels like a fucking lifetime. Yeah. They used to, I heard it was the shortest experience that could change your life. Yeah. Drastically. Like people used to call it business tripping. Yeah, and I never, you know, it wasn't until, I mean, it really changed the way I felt about a higher power. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I, I, you know, I used to kind of be, I guess, you know, an agnostic. Or, yeah, maybe maybe agnostic more so, but now it's like, ooh, okay, well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tough to deny that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had, when I was, on, when I was doing ketamine uh, intermuscularly, that was fascinating to me. Like yeah, that was a life changing thing where, yeah. and I realized after it was done, like the height of the trip was only like at like 90 minutes and I was done. Mm-hmm. But then it would be like 15 minutes in, I would start to pop and then they would give me the other injection. And then like 10 minutes after that, I would hit a brand new level of peaking. Mm-hmm. But they said most people don't talk. Like I audio recorded everything. Like I oh, was wow. very verbal. I mean, it's, nonsense i couldn't talk at all when i was when i did it i didn't really like it i i I felt it would be very hollow and i felt like i was like being hammered into like a circuit board like i was like some piece of like i was just a tiny part of like a giant electrical board okay that's what i felt i got transitioned ketamine yeah yeah i kept getting transitioned uh i've never had it injected but Mm. i i mean i used to do it like we used to cook vials of it when i was a kid like when I, I used to be a raver when I was like a teenager, mm-hmm. so yeah, I did a bunch of that shit. But yeah. uh, I never injected it. But I mean, I've done large amounts. Yeah, like big, big rails of it. Yeah. yeah, I've done like rails of it, hot, like right off the plate, like yeah. right after you cook it. Damn. And uh, I'm a, I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah, I people, think it's people, great. Have, yeah. people really do like it. I just haven't, I haven't really had a very great. I just haven't had like pleasant experiences with it. I've done it, you know, probably ten times now and. It's always it always makes my head feel like it's nine hundred pounds and I just yeah. can't like move. I don't oh, I don't no. like that. I don't like the feeling of like how because it's a tranquilizer. Yeah. So I don't like the feeling of my body shutting down. It so is much. weird I, because you do kind of lose control of yourself. But almost, one of the things I think I like about it is afterwards, I like I have a lot of like joint and muscle pain mm-hmm. and like. I feel so much better after interesting because it relaxes you so fully for a short period of time that I feel like there's some like benefit to that. Yeah. I always got so nauseous too. And I would throw up. Well, Well, so I would take an anti nausea med. Yeah. Anytime you puke on something, it's like, uh, yeah. Molly is the only one where I'm like, 
I'm like, oh, I can't wait to pee because I'm going to feel so fucking good after. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, you just get that like peak after you throw up in Molly. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, for the most part, you're right. Yeah. The, the nausea can really take you out of it. Yeah. I would always, I'd take the anti-nausea medication 45 minutes before I go in. And then mm. I get the shots and I'd be, I think being in the medical setting, I liked. Yeah. Because like, I'm in a chair. They're like, don't worry about anything. We got you. And uh, yeah, I would just get transported into internal textured worlds that would try yeah, to explain hear to a me. lot of that from people. But I mean, getting I got, into this like really like beautiful, vibrant worlds, and I'm yeah. like, the weirdest thing for like me was, and I and I know white. I've told a lot of these before, but I had a moment where I distinctly remember ketamine going, "Do you want to go deep?" And I was like, Are "You asking me consent to go deeper into this world?" <laughs> I was like, yeah, and I couldn't even get that out. Once I consented, I yeah. felt like my whole chair turned sideways, and I just went, oh, no. <laughs> and I uh, got spun around and ended up in a like a red fleshy texture, and I was like, what the? And I was like, fuck, I'm in the womb. Like, I didn't want to go this uh, far. I was like, you tricked me, ketamine. Yeah, I feel like I can never really a moon, or, uh, um, womb vibes um, on deep mushroom trips. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. Especially the visuals, like it really like it's almost like I'm like inside like it's like um anatomy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm like inside organs or like inside it's very like you said, very like fleshy, very like almost like blood vessel yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What about crystals, Steve? You you got any crystals on you? No, I don't have any crystals. No, no. I have some crystals at home. Yeah, that's mostly from the lady. I have my my Dude. lady is like, you know, she's a super hippie. Yeah, for sure. yeah. Do you think they have powers? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that lets us know. I, you know, I, I, I will say that I don't know. I'll say that. Yeah. Like, I, do I think there's a possibility in somewhere? Yes, sure. But do I like? Is that what I really intuitively believe? I don't know. I don't know. Like maybe not. But but there's a lot of things I don't know. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Like I, I I'm definitely open to the mystical. I didn't ask if you knew or not. Yeah. What do I think? Yeah. What do you? If feel? I had gun to my head, flower to my head, I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would say no. But you know, what do I fucking know? You know? Yeah. A lot of mysticism out there in the world. And I'm pretty open to that. So. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. What about your uh, Zodiac? I'm a Gemini. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Most comics are. There are a lot of, yeah. A lot, a lot, of, of, <laughs> lot of good ones. A lot of performers are. Are you Gemini? Yeah. Yeah, same. Damn, dude. Three Geminis out yeah, here? Yeah, dude. Early. Six people. Six people here, man. It's <laughs> wild. Holy shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I definitely, like... I've gone some, had some people do some deep dives into my birth chart, and I wasn't, I was, I gotta say, I was like, wow, this is pretty fucking. It gets wild. It gets right? pretty crazy. I'll spot on it. A lot of it was. Yeah. Yeah. Huge dick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, it was. Um, well, I know. I mean, I've heard most cross country runners third leg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you get tired, you just kind of mind bring. Yeah. They cheat. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, no, that that birth chart. I mean, I can't really remember exactly like details, but yeah, it was. Um, there's a pretty. I remember being pretty blown away by it. There's a website. Uh, I think they have an app too. Well, I know they do. Uh, called Pattern, and mm-hmm. if you know your your birth chart stuff, you can pop it in there, and that stuff is fascinating to read. Yeah. Like it breaks down like, 
oh, you're going to be in a pattern of life change for this period of time. And mm-hmm. this is the section where you may have conflict. This is a point. It's just, it's very interesting. Yeah. Are you into any of this stuff? No. No. Not at all. You don't believe in any of it? Uh, so I think there's some fun coincidences. Like mm. I, And I think uh, one of the ways that I maybe do believe in it is that if you're uh, born in June, mm-hmm. you know, you're... You, the events in your life are are timed a little differently, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, you're probably either starting school early or or late. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, if you're starting it late, uh, you're probably are early. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of kids start early. Like I was seventeen. I would have been seventeen when I graduated mm-hmm. high school mm-hmm. or whatever. So uh, maybe that means you tend to be. Uh, smaller uh, than the other kids because they're a little bit older than mm. you, so you maybe have to be funnier, uh, okay, uh, to, or more outgoing, or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then those—that's why there tends to be more comedians that are born. But also, if you look at all of the states all combined, maybe it's not that way, and maybe I just noticed that a lot of Gemini's are comedians because I'm a Gemini, and yeah. all, and then well, a lot of performers though. Bob Dylan was a Gemini. Yeah, there's a lot of performers. I mean, in Den. In Denver, it's pretty nuts how many of yeah. the... I think Adam Caden Holland? Okay. Ben, ben Roy. Ben Roy. Christy Stephen AJ. Stephen AJ. John Toll. You, me, mm-hmm, Finney. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen AJ, John Toll, and I are all born on the same day. Which day is that? June 17th. Oh, so you're a late Gemini. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm you? May, May 28th. May 28th. Uh, June 9th. Yeah, all over the place. I think Dylan was May 28th, too. May 28th. Uh, Johnny Depp was June 9th. So speaking of Dylan, oh yeah, <laughs> speaking of Dylan, uh, Bob Dylan or Jacob Dylan? Um, uh, Bob Dylan, yeah. But I do like, <laughs> I, do, uh, I do like wallflowers. I do. I like the wallflowers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Who would you say? And it doesn't have to be a comedian, but artistically, for what you do, what has been your biggest influence? Oh no, don't. We can't ask that question on the podcast. Why is that? That's like my least favorite. Comedy question to be asked on a podcast. It's like a warm hug. <laughs> Anytime I get that question, it's like, oh, this question again. It's like, yeah. a, it's like just, just it's like, it's just oh like, no, well, but it, it's I'm like, home. don't please don't ask him when he oh, knew he was funny. I'm no, home. I but I want to know like not comedically, like just artistically. What oh, do you think? Right. That's what I said was yeah. like not comedian influence, but just yeah. Okay, so yeah, art. I like that question. So non yeah. non comedian. Um, yeah, artistically, who yeah. do you think has been your biggest influence? Um, you know, boy, that's tough. I mean, yeah. I would say, you know, like not biggest, I, but you can. Yeah, just name I think one. like somebody that's kind of shaped my worldview. Yeah, um, would be Hunter S. Thompson. Okay, I think you know, I, I pretty much consumed everything you could possibly consume of what he wrote, um, and at, at a fairly young age too. So I think that really shaped a lot of like how I sort of look when you were a good boy. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Because like, like I said, I, I hung out Ooh, so with you're all a good that, boy. They like to, yeah. yeah, you like to hang with the bad I boys. I hang with you the like bad boys. With and, about uh, the bad boys. But I just, you know, I just my you're dad. Like was, one day I'll be a bad. Yeah, boy. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I'm glad I did it that way because I feel like I got into drugs in a time when I was more able to handle it. You yeah. know what I mean? I feel like where I get more out of it too. I think I started at a time where I was, and I've done psychedelics at a time where I was a little bit 
more mature to handle what I was actually I, doing to myself. I'll be honest. I think sometimes if you wait a little bit, uh, it can be a little bit better. I, I did as it at 16. I think it was a little young. Yeah. I think that would be pretty young to me. And I mean, it. I, it was, it's it took a lot to put the pieces back together. Yeah. I did as it at 14. That's way too young in my opinion. Yeah. So what did it, do you think it did anything for you though? I mean, was it a good, it put you in a good place or not? Like oh, a good direction or? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I think, uh, you know, the same kind of experiences that, pe- that people say that they have in their adult, I just had earlier, you know. Sure. I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I became, I don't know. I was ahead on a lot of shit. Like when I was 13, I decided that I like didn't believe in the Christian God anymore, mm-hmm. which was fucking crazy to people. Yeah, and then I fucking took acid and I was into fucking music and mm-hmm. I, you know, I played guitar and was in bands and fucking, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it, uh, I think the main thing that people come away, uh, from acid with is, is a, a feeling of unity maybe, or a yeah. connectivity with everything I or would, to I the universe so, yeah. or that, you know, uh, and I, and I think you can get that kind of at any age. I think as far as how your brain develops, when you're 14, maybe eating acid isn't the best thing to do. But mm. if I could go back and do it over, I'm glad I did a lot of that stuff when I was young because, like, I was kind of over it by the time sure. I got to college. Like, it's cool that you made it through there, but I watched like so many people like doing that kind of shit later in life kind of fucked them up. But yeah. it's like I like went through and learned all these things when I was young, you know, before I could actually like get into trouble for it, sure. you know, sure. and, and I did get in trouble with the police a fair amount when I was young, but mm. it resulted in days in jail instead of a year or yeah, years, yeah. you know? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, well, and that was a classic story. I think that's why I drank and dabbled with pot a little, uh, quite a bit and partied a little bit in high school was I wanted to get it out of the way so that when I got to college, I could focus mm. because I had seen so many people that were like straight A students go to yeah. college. And once they were no longer under their parents' yeah. wing, yeah. they just blew it. Yeah. I was, yeah. uh, and I also knew my parents weren't paying for school, so it was coming out of my pocket almost mm. for sure. Mm. I was on probation when I was a freshman, too, for I think like a year and a half. Freshman in college? Freshman in high school. Freshman, okay. Yeah. And I had some violations, but I got drug tested. So, and a minor, you know, the p- cops had a breathalyzer, so it was so easy to test. Mm. Acid was this drug that was fucking tiny. Yeah, yeah. I could fucking eat at any time I was fucking yeah. about to get busted with it, and there was no way for them to tell that I was on it, yeah, and there yeah. was no way for them to test for it. Yeah, so yeah. fucking acid was my drug of choice from fucking 14 to 16, and yeah. I ate it fucking multiple times a week for Wow, years. that's crazy. Yeah, I'm mean, not crazy. Know, I mean, like, that's just that's a lot yeah. of. I mean, uh, that that's interesting. I, I I wonder what you would be like if you didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not no, that. I, I mean, in like a, I don't mean in like a better or worse. I just mean like I, I mean, wonder I, how that like kind of. But did you go? You went pretty far out because I always. I guess I would wait. Like the most I did was like maybe twice a month in school, but. I always was like, oh, I'll do it tonight, and then we'll do it again tomorrow. And then I would go so hard the first night that I was like, I have to put yeah. shit back together. I yeah, can't understand yeah. this Well, you usually have to double down, but more it was like I was just taking it. And, yeah, I was into extreme 
tripping, mm. I called it. So I would take it and go to school. I would take it and go You're to like work. Parkour yeah. I would of tripping. Take it, yeah, I would yeah. take it and go to court. I would take it and fucking like. That's wild. Wow. Yeah, I, I did. Took, I took it on my way into jail. Wow. Like, so that I'd just be like tripping the first like day, you know, I wow. was in there. Uh, but at this time, too, I was also doing a lot of uh, MDMA, mm-hmm. you know, and it wasn't Molly, it was pressed pills, you know, like, and they were great. Pressies. Ooh. But I think Ooh. that changed the way I thought <laughs> a lot, too, because uh, it just made me a lot more comfortable expressing my emotions. Mm. As a like someone who grew up in South Dakota, I mean that was not something that you did yeah, really at awesome. all. Yeah, but you yeah. know, like I've always, you know, kind of told my, you know, my friends and I, we tell each other that we love each other. It's not weird to like mm. give each other hugs and stuff, you know. And, and it's been like that. But for a lot of people in South Dakota, that's like, uh, yeah, not gay. something. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Gay, yeah. You know, I just watched whatever, that. You know? I watched. Free Solo again, the yeah. Alex Honnold thing. And Alex Honnold, in that, I, I'm glad I rewatched it because I picked up a lot of stuff that I kind of forgot about. And one of them was he he's an adult man and he's t- talking into the camera like how like I've never heard my parents say that they love me or tell each other that they love yeah. each other. I, I never got a hug. My first, first time he got hugged was when he was 23 years old. Yeah. <laughs> but that's also, he, his mom also talks about how his dad was clearly probably on the spectrum yeah and it was a thing where the obsession was if he was traveling everything was fine but when he wasn't traveling life at home was not good yeah yeah um yeah. and not i think those misdiagnoses at mm. that time is really bizarre yeah. i mean imagine growing up with someone that's like basically a robot that doesn't yeah. know how to show emotion and yeah. you don't know how to process that yeah and i think that's like a pretty similar like you're saying a pretty similar upbringing for a, a lot of people especially around the area midwest where i grew up like you oh, just yeah. didn't you just didn't you just never showed that you were in any sort of like trouble or, or emotionally upset or just the only one you could show was anger that's oh, the yeah. only one you could show yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It was like that in Kansas, that's for sure. But yeah. I think uh, MDMA and acid made me realize how fucking stupid all that shit was yeah, at, yeah. at a very young age. And uh, also, I think, helped me be more comfortable with just who, I don't know, with who I was, yeah. my identity, yeah. and like my body, too. Like I was always kind of chubby or whatever, mm-hmm. and it just kind of helped me get more comfortable with that yeah yeah or whatever yeah 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 that's cool, i don't know that sounds like you makes, have like a XC little bit more makes you not give a shit you well know? And i think it, <laughs> yeah. It, I, yeah but i think it also like it gives you compassion i think it gives you some it, it opens up your compassion for, not only for other people but for yourself i yeah. think i think that's a big part of it you yeah know? and then you and, and and the whole connectedness thing and the whole like okay you know, we are kind of all this one consciousness and like you don't see people as so much more separate than you. Yeah. It's yeah. like that, that Ramdas quote where it's like, you don't judge trees, but you'll judge people. So if you look at people the same way you look at trees, the world will be a better place. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't yeah. look at a tree that doesn't have leaves and go, that's an ugly tree. You just go, Oh, that's a different type of tree. Yeah. I just uh, met a guy. I just did the June jam festival in outside of Arizona. Yeah. And I uh, did stand up out there. It was a big psychedelic kind of mini burn fest. And I did stand up and this guy who started, I've been just talking to this gen- gentleman for like a <laughs> few hours. We were, and he, we were having a nice conversation. He's, he was like, he has, he was like in his fifties. He had two kids. Yeah. Just seemed like a pretty, you know, 
Some turn. Put yeah, I mean he's like put together. I mean definitely a tripper, but put together. And then he starts talking to me about how he fucked a tree. He fucking can't. He's like, he's like, man, I'm telling you, dude, I was on a lot of acid because he, he said, he said, I like, I like, I like, to, he's like, I like to trip alone and I go out in my land. He's gonna say, you got a bunch of land. So I go out in my land and I trip and I just, I don't know, I just started hugging this tree. And the next thing I knew, I was like, kind of humping the tree. And then I fucking, he's like, he came on the tree. Oh, dude. So oh, this man, is- trees have total dry butts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said he came, literally came on a tree. So how did you process and that? And that's not the weirdest thing the guy said to me. Okay. Wow. Yeah. He, it gets it gets weirder. But yeah. how did at first I laughed. Well, and then going. he was serious. And I'm like, okay, man, I don't mean to laugh yeah, at you. I'm but this, he's like, it. no, man, it's fine. I mean, I know it's funny, but like, it's what happened. Like, so I, that's a thing that people do. I have heard. Yeah. It's called dendrophilia, I mm-hmm. think. And it's people who fuck trees. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, the reason I know about it is I just heard about it once and used it as like a like a smart insult for people or whatever yeah. like mm. if i'd talk shit i'd be like oh you're a, you're a dendrophiliac and they'd be like <laughs> yeah <laughs> so <laughs> yeah they'd be like you fuck trees no uh yeah but uh yeah i don't i don't know yeah we don't want to kink shame this tree, no i, tree know, I was like man. hey i mean i know he's like yeah i know it's funny i'm like yeah, all right man i mean you know i'm glad you had a good yeah. time as long as you're not inviting me for i mean menage a trois with his tree <laughs> as long as there's consent yeah yeah but then it got weirder because <laughs> then he was like started he's like yeah you know i was out there this one time and i uh, this portal opened up and i'm like yeah okay this guy's trips a lot you know portals that might happen um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i like no big deal. i love the acceptance of like yeah well, I mean, when you're in those worlds i mean there's portals yeah yeah i mean okay sure and then he's like yeah and um i, I went through it and uh i went into the fifth dimension and um <laughs> turns out that i um am the chosen one to um bring everybody into the fifth dimension and to uh, level oh. up humanity. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's where you got to... And I was on two hits of acid, and I was oh like, oh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. No, I'd be like, I'd be like, you want to go right now? Let's fucking do it. Yeah, and I was cool with all the fifth dimension stuff. The, the, part, the problem I have is the chosen one. Well, that, that's, that's when, where it gets... Well, that's where it gets weird with a lot of people, because that's what, that's what happened with, like, Manson. When he was doing all the acid and he was putting everyone on acid and re uh, reacting out the crucifixion and everything and yeah. basically having people look at him as Christ. Yeah. Once you get enough followers like that, they'll do anything they, they I want. I know. So um, I've been going down there every couple of weeks just to, <laughs> <laughs> just to check in, make sure my... <laughs> make sure my portal's clean. Yeah, just make sure my leader's doing okay. Uh, no, so that was bizarre, yeah. And I, you know, I, I, I let him talk about it. I, You know, I don't really remember a lot of it because I was pretty, I mean, I had done, I was on a lot of drugs too, so I, but it was just like, and I, think, seem- I feel like that's kind of a, and then I talked to my other my other friend Ambrose was was around as well, and she was like, "Oh yeah, this is like a thing that because she's she hangs out in raves and stuff a lot." She's like, "Yeah, there's a lot of people that are like, there's a they call them like one twenty eighters or something or four ninety eighters or there's like a or sixteen fifty like there's like a number it's like a sub religion of yeah it's like there's like a certain amount there's like a specific number of people on Earth that are this like." 
conduit to this fifth dimension and are like the chosen people. Okay, so is this? I can't. I should text her. Is I this can't a new exactly. version of either like Star Seeds or Indigo? I think children? it is the Star Seed. Yeah, so I, I think know that's about, what it is. Yeah, I know about all this. What's the Star Seed? What is it? So Star Seeds. I mean, you're you're pretty. So. It's weird that that person said I'm the chosen one because yeah. star seeds. Maybe he said one of the chosen. One. I don't remember so exactly. So that uh, star seeds and like indigo children and stuff like that, it gets into people that were born on other planets that have somewhat huh. inhabited human form huh. that are here to basically keep the world from collapsing. Okay, like it's when you read about it, it's a very honorable, innocent thing. Mm -hmm. Like some of these people are like. Yeah, I mean, they just believe that they're here to make the world a better place, and, and they'll have that doing, drive. It, and to do that, we need to get rid of the Jews. Get again. <laughs> is that, is that what it has? Yeah. I feel like that. That's, yeah. everyone needs to have sex with them. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But I <laughs> well, do no, feel like that's not that's not like at all. There this is, is this a thing. lot of these people are like. So you believe this? Well, I'm not. I don't have anything to go for it or against it. But a lot of yeah. these people are also like at very young ages. Like they're almost like the Dalai Lama and stuff like mm -hmm. that. You will meet people that are like five years old and will start breaking down. So are things. you saying they put their tongues in kids' mouths? No, 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 no. You're not. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm talking about the like the young kids have knowledge that they shouldn't have. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so it's it's hard to fight against some of that stuff. Sure. But that whole like. Yeah, if you're building a religion on it, it's it's weird. But. Well, the other thing I have noticed, and that's why I did that Jew joke, and that's not how I feel at all. I just it was because it's funny <laughs> to me because I like how you're backpedaling. Hold, well, on, hold, the way, on, hold on, the way they'll but cut I, it, the I, way they'll cut it in the future. Yeah. I feel my pores this part, closing. This part won't be in there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, I have noticed within there is like this sort of thing that keeps popping up in by psychedelic world and the people that I've kind of been around, not necessarily friends, but just people that I'm around, where I do feel like. Oh, there is this like level of like conspiracy theory, sort of um, anti-Semitic. There's like this really? kind of like vibe where it's like that's where it's kind of if you get like the deeper they go, eventually that's kind of where it ends up. Oh. And that kind of that kind of it's like this like circle of like fascism. Like if you go too far, you're eventually just fascist. Back around. Uh, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And I feel like that's kind of but what I what that. Like the Star Child stuff. Like, yeah. if you keep digging in there, it's like if you you have to stop at a point. It's like you're in, in QAnon all of a sudden. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it is, it is. I don't know. It's fascinating stuff to read about. It's just absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think it's anything though. If you once you hit the 180 point, that's where you got to stop. Yeah, because yeah. once you get past that, you're full circle. It's like a it's like a person who's extremely liberal. Exactly. Once you break it down. Your your negate to be anything or see anything on the other side is just as destructive as the person that's yeah, conservative. It's, it's all fascism. When right. The further you get, you, yeah, it's fascism. You just get right here. You're like fascism. Eventually, yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, but yeah, it was bizarre. It was a bizarre conversation to have with that guy. I mean, he's got like teenage kids and he's got a job and you know the whole thing. So I keep waiting for you to be like. And then I left the bathroom and realized in the mirror that man was me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the chosen one. So, so how many trees have you fucked since then? <laughs> I, mean, I, I just haven't found. I got the my right eye one on a, yet. Got yeah. my eye on a Douglas fir. Yeah, I keep looking. You know, I'm like, oh, hey, what's up, tree? <laughs> No, no, I haven't. I haven't been able to bag one of them yet. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I get my eye on one, someone comes and cuts it down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. I don't have any weird sexual. Well, that's not true. I don't have any. <laughs> I'm a. I'm, I'm a, into wet butts. I'm in a purely human. I'm into humans. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, I don't have any sort of, I guess I've fucked a couch before, but <laughs> other than that. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> he hates the Jews and he fucks couches. Anyway. <laughs> Get them cushions. Um, fuck yeah. Uh, what, do you, what do you got to plug, Steve? Oh, so, um, yeah, I'm really excited, actually. Um, you guys were saying you guys are going to put this out next week, right? Yeah. So I have a really cool show coming up in Denver. I'm producing a show called The Dose, a psychedelic comedy showcase. And what that is is a, a fully immersive psychedelic comedy experience. Uh, we're bringing stand-up into psychedelic spaces, and, and it's a, we got a carefully curated lineup. We have um, some great Denver comics, and we also have uh, our headliners coming out. Uh, Steve Fury from Los Angeles. He's a uh, comedy store regular and um, a regular opener for Burt Kreischer, so he's going to be headlining. And uh, basically the whole idea of the show is to provide a safe space for um, audiences and comedians alike if they would like to, you know, explore their consciousness and expand it and and play that role within that expanded um, situation, they're free to do so. Gotcha. Yeah. And it's uh, taking place at New Conscious. People just want to come and laugh yeah they can if you want to be sober you can do that too. you can be that you can come sober if you want yeah it's, it's, what about if people want to do you have yeah. do you have any trees there during will there be any trees <laughs> <laughs> all the trees are invited yeah. um but, open your portals and drop in yeah so that yeah we're basically just bringing are comedy any chosen a, ones going to be well, there i hope so yeah <laughs> i hope so so we'll, we're, yeah, we're bringing stand up to a place where people are already, you know, doing that stuff. So that's the whole idea. And uh, it's taking place at New Conscious, which is a um, private uh, after hours art gallery slash music venue. It's open till 4 a.m. If you get, you have to get a membership to get in. Once you get the membership, it's open bar too. So, oh, wow. Yeah. That's a, that's a really cool concept because it's, uh, it reminds me of like Kesey's things. Yeah, you know, it's the, exactly 60s, what it is. Yeah. But so you have some art. Yep. And then you have a chance to hang out and talk to other explorers. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And um, um, shows at 1030, August 26th. Uh, if you just go to my Instagram, that's Comic Gillespie. You can get there through that. If you go to New Conscious's website, which is just newconscious.com, I believe. Um, but yeah, it's going to be awesome. great. And I'm headlining um, Comedy Works. Excuse me. On September 3rd, Downtown Club, I'll be headlining Comedy Works in Denver. So. That's okay, another, yeah. another one to promote. Go nice. see Steve on the third. Go check out the psychedelic show. Yeah, you guys will if you guys want to do it someday. You guys are definitely on the short list. Yeah, no, buddy, would love to. Sounds yeah. fun. Yeah. And you uh, let me know. I'll open the portal. We'll all come. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah uh, follow me on social media at Moss Comedy. Uh, you can check out my show dates at zachmoss.com. Z a c m a a s dot com. Aj. Yep, you can find me at uh, aj underscore finney on Instagram. Um, you can also find everything, all my dates at ajfinney.com. Also, be on the lookout for my new album dropping very soon, mm. Too Fast for Rain. Yeah. Thanks, dude. I've got a new album coming out, too. Uh, keep an eye out for that. Nice, dude. I think it's going to be called uh, Punching Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Love it. So. All right. Well, we're going to make this call. I think it's pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, three, two, two one. one. Hippie. Hippie boy. Yep, yeah. for sure. Oh, I'm a hippie? Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, gotcha. wait, what? Oh, sure. Right. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. Yeah, I mean, pretty I, you had me at the shorts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get, up, get up and show everybody these shorts. Yeah, I know. Dude, they're great. They're yeah. cool, yeah. Well, yeah. Get lost yeah. in that big dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, all right. Ah. All right.
Thanks, no. guys. Yeah. yeah. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah. Uh, like, subscribe. Uh, we do have uh, three episodes out on the Patreon now. Patreon. So, uh, yeah, make sure. and Or four. We've got yeah. four out at the point of this. So, yeah, yeah, go check out the Patreon. Thanks so much for listening. Like, subscribe, review. And thank you for getting, getting on, on the, the motherfucking, motherfucking-